Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Final hour of overtime here on The Fan. Toby Altizer with you till 10 o'clock. So we'll turn it over to CBS Sports Radio. We want to get into a discussion about something other than the number two overall pick. What do you want to see them do outside of the number two overall pick? But before we do that, let's get out to our guy, Javel in Culpepper. Javel, what's going on? Hey, Toby. How are you, man? Doing great. So, uh, my, my situation that I have with with the, the Drake May lovers um, compared to the Jaden Daniels doubters is Jaden Daniels has had the the one of the best, if not the best, single season that we've seen in college football in the past 20 seasons. And that's legit. Okay? Yeah. So I hear that, oh, he played in a great offense and he's had two first-round receivers that he's thrown to. However, just a couple years ago at the same institution at LSU, we didn't hear the same thing when Joe Burrow had the same receivers as Justin Jefferson and other first-round draft picks, okay? So Drake May played in the ACC against average at best defenses, and he never dominated. He never dominated. And when people want to talk about stature uh, when it comes to Jaden Daniels and when they want to talk about the hits he takes, let's compare this, okay? The draft that Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen came out in, all of the great GMs and executives and scouts told us that Baker Mayfield and Sam Darnold were the best two quarterbacks in that draft. Okay? Josh Allen went middle of the first round. Lamar Jackson was the last pick in the first round. Mm-hmm. So for people to say that they can even compare Drake May to Jaden Daniels is mind-boggling to me. It's mind-boggling to me. And I don't like to play the race card, but this is, is, is the race card. Jaden Daniels is, has proven to be a much better quarterback than Drake May. Drake May has the size and the stature at 6'3", 6'4", 230, 240, that's all fine and dandy. Where does that get you? That's Ryan Leaf, second pick in the draft. 
nowhere near Peyton Manning. Okay? We just had a couple years ago Zach Wilson, the number two pick of the Jets. Now they're ready to trade him. There's no way that anybody really can tell me as an ordinary guy, as as a fan, that Drake May should be in the conversation with Jaden Daniels. So here's the thing. I'll I'll, I'll disagree with you here, JaVale, real quick. Because I'll keep having a conversation with you here. Drake May had a great season, not this pa- not this season, but last season, and I would say he had a good season this season. And I would say that Jaden Daniels, obviously won the Heisman, had a fantastic, above that level of a great season, right? Had a fantastic season this year, and he was, I, I don't know that you want to say that he was good, because that would be saying he did what Drake May did this year. I, I don't know. Like, I have no issue with it. Now, I think it's a little crazy to pull the race card on this, Javel, because I understand you're looking at Drake May and Jaden Daniels, but plenty of people are on the Caleb Williams hype trade, myself included, and it's not like he's white, right? So I don't know that it's something that's that's there. I think it's... They're questioning if he can be a good enough passer. It's the same question that Lamar had, and Josh Allen had plenty of questions coming out as well. There are questions about May... There are questions about Daniels, but I don't think that you can dismiss May as just some nonchalant bad prospect and want to be on the Jaden Daniels hype train. That's totally fine that you like Jaden Daniels. I have no issue with that. I like Jaden Daniels as well. I don't like him as much as Drake May, but if they draft Jaden Daniels, I'm going to be thrilled as well because they're going to have a new quarterback that's going to make a difference for this football team. So I have no issue with either of them. But I think that the path, to having a franchise quarterback who can win you a Super Bowl and be an ultimate difference maker for the team is easier to see with Drake May than Jaden Daniels just because I trust Drake May being a better passer than what Jaden Daniels can be. Obviously, Jaden Daniels is going to be a better athlete, and so he comes with more rushing ability than Drake May. It's just personal preference. I don't think that there... This is where... This is where... I just what, think, has, what has Drake what has Drake May shown you to tell you that he's a better passer than than Jaden Daniels? He hasn't he hasn't shown you that. You know, so you you compared him to Jaden Daniels and Caleb Williams. Caleb Williams and Jaden Daniels has proven in a top five uh, conference in college that they are better passers than Drake May. So there's nothing that you have seen that any of us have not seen that says that Drake May is a better passer than Jaden Daniels or Caleb Williams. I've seen him do it more consistently. I saw him play well this year. I saw him play well this year, and I saw him play great last year. What you're saying saying is the same thing that people said about Sam Howell. Oh, Sam Howell, if he hadn't came out the year before, he would have been a much higher draft pick. That's, That's the same narrative. Oh, because he lost offensive linemen, because he lost a skill position player. I'm not, though, because I'm not knocking him for this year. I thought he played fine this year. The standard was set much higher, so no, he didn't play as well as he did the year before, but I thought he played fine this year. The ACC is horrible. The ACC, other than Florida State this year, the ACC was horrible. Not even Clemson was good this year in the ACC. And I'm I'm a diehard UVA fan. I'm a diehard UVA fan, and and Drake May was horrible against UVA, who was the worst defense in the ACC this season. 
I'm not going to disagree with you. The worst defense in the ACC this season, and Drake May played horrible against that team. Yeah, I think that Drake May is a better passer. I don't. I I, I get that you disagree with me, Javel, and that's fine. I don't think it needs to be hostile. Like I, I think that people are going to have their preferences, and it's totally fine if you like Jaden Daniels. It's fine. That's why I just don't understand why we have to be so divided on this. I'm giving you my perspective on this. I don't think I've said anything that is inflammatory about Jaden Daniels. I've every single time that I talk about these quarterbacks, I make sure to throw out the disclaimer that I don't know that it necessarily matters which of the three they take. I think that any of them can be good. I've thrown that disclaimer out tons of times, so I have no issue. I don't have an issue that you like Jaden Daniels the most. I don't understand how you can dismiss Drake May as not being a legitimate prospect at number two. I get that you might not love him as a passer, but he's got all the traits, and he's shown it enough times that I think that he can do it at the NFL level. Yeah, he's had a bad game or two. Yeah, he struggled. And yes, the ACC is not as good. He also doesn't have Malik neighbors to throw to. So there are plenty of arguments either way. I just think it's foolish to say, I'm going to plant my flag with Jaden Daniels, and if they draft Drake May, they're an idiot. I, just the same as if you did on the other side, and you said, if they draft Drake May, they're great. If they draft Jaden Daniels, they're an idiot. I just don't think that there is a right or wrong pick at number two on those two prospects, because I think both of them are really good players. What has Drake May shown you that says he is better than Jaden Daniels? That's my question. His There's passing ability. That, how do you figure that? Go His watch stat, the highlights, the, so, dude. So, go, I'm talking about numbers and stats. I am. What, Drake, May, Drake May has done nothing that says he's a better passer than Jaden Daniels. It, it's not true. He has done nothing that says he is a better passer than Jaden Daniels. Other than he's 6'4", 235. And if, if you want to look about stature, coming out of college, Lamar Jackson is 6'1". Jaden Daniels is 6'4". Coming out of college, Lamar Jackson was 215. Jaden Daniels is 210. That's five pounds different. I'm going to take the under Daniels on that, by the way. I'm sorry? I'm going to take under on that. I I bet he plays under 200 pounds. They might he's list him at 2 I'm, I, They might list him okay, at 205, 210. Right. He's playing at like 195 or lower. No way. He's 6'4". Yeah, he's and three, a rail. He's, inches, he's thin. He's 3 He's 3 inches taller than Lamar Jackson. I, I look, Javel, my th- I don't care about that height thing. Like, I you're talking to the wrong guy if you want to argue about the size. Like, that's a plus with Drake May. I ain't worried about Jaden Daniels' size. You're talking to the wrong guy. I think Drake May has better passing ability. I just do. I don't understand why you have to disagree so vehemently. It's totally fine that you think that Jaden Daniels is better. Uh, and Javel, I appreciate the phone call, man. I don't have an issue if you like Jaden Daniels more than Drake May. But if you look at what Drake May is able to do... He is able to do all these things, make all the throws across the middle of the field, make all the throws to the outside. He can make all of the throws. If you've watched Jaden Daniels, and I like Jaden Daniels, uh, why do I have to feel like I classify that every time? Because I have people coming at me every time I say Jaden Daniels. If you watch LSU, how many of their touchdown passes are those slot fades to Malik Neighbors and guys like that? There's nothing wrong with that. It worked. (laughs) There's nothing wrong with it. But I've seen Drake May be able to drive the ball across the middle of the field, to the outside, 
I like my chances with Drake May. You like Jaden Daniels more? Fine. I just think it's a bit foolish to dismiss one or the other as just a horrible prospect. Just my just my take. 800-636-1067. I do want to get into some other talk on the draft. Well, we'll see if we get to it next here on The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Silver time on the fan. Taking you up till 10 o'clock. Toby Altizer with you here. So, coming off that phone call with Javel. This is what I was talking about with Danny earlier. There's going to be a divide in this fan base. I already know what's going to happen. We're already seeing it. And I'm not going to try and grandstand. I'm not going to tell you what to do. You can do whatever you want. But I just know what's going to happen, and I don't want it to. There's going to be people that are going to be Team Drake May. There's going to be people that are going to be Team Jaden Daniels, and specifically those two, because that's probably what the pick's going to be between, you know, at number two. If they were to get up there and take Caleb Williams... Fantastic. Count me in on Team Caleb Williams, by the way. But between Drake May and Jaden Daniels, people are going to be on one side or the other, and I don't want it to be this case where you're Team Drake May and they draft Jaden Daniels and you go, he sucks, he can't pass, he can't do this. I don't want it to be the other side and say, I'm Team Jaden Daniels and they draft Drake May. He's not that athletic. He He's not as good of a passer. He He sucked against the ACC. He was never dominant. Why do we have to do that? I don't think either one of these guys is a bad choice. So you can stand up here and we can argue about which one you prefer. That's fine. Like we were talking with Danny. He prefers Jaden Daniels. Great. I like Jaden Daniels too. I prefer Drake May. Grant's the same way with me. He's fine with Jaden Daniels. He prefers Drake May. You ask just about anybody around here, they're going to have a preference. They're fine with either. That's how the fan base should be. Because I don't want it to be, you know, Drake May strolls into town, Jaden Daniels strolls into town, and half the fan base is tweeting, they screwed up, Adam Peters sucks, fire him, move on, I wish Josh Harris did this. But come on, guys. Seriously. Both of these guys would be a number one overall pick if it weren't for Caleb Williams or the other one. You've got three number one overall caliber players in this draft. 
and Jaden Daniels, Drake May, Caleb Williams at the quarterback position. You should be happy with any of those three. They're an upgrade over Sam Howell. I just think it's really foolish that if you're going to do this, you're going to look at one dude and say, well, I don't like him. I prefer this other guy. Let me spend my entire time up to the draft process tearing him down because that's <laughs> some of you are going to do that, and the guy that you don't want is going to get drafted, and it's going to be not fun as a fan base to go through that where it's just a divide when it doesn't need to be. And the other thing, too, this league has turned into a passing league, very pass-happy, and you have to be a good passer to win in this football league. And I'm not speaking about any of these draft prospects. Take it for whatever you want. But you have to be a good passer to win in this football league. Lamar Jackson, he's not a good enough passer to win a Super Bowl in this league. He can win MVPs for you. That's awesome. You know what's cool? Parades. Parades through your city. Did Baltimore have a parade through their city this year, Donald? I don't think they did. I don't think they did. Why? They didn't win a Super Bowl. That's what matters. Winning a Super Bowl. So you might get a guy who's a stud. You know what was fun in 2015? When Bryce Harper won MVP. It was awesome. You know what was more fun? When they had a parade through D.C. in 2019. I want what happened in 2019 for the football team, not what happened in 2015. Both would be awesome, right? Both would be a lot of fun. But you've got to get a guy that you think you can develop into a great passer in this football league because that's what it ultimately matters about. You've got to have a nuanced passer who can get through more than one read, who can do all these things. And again, I'm not talking about any specific passer, so don't call in and say, he's saying things about Jaden. Come on. I'm not talking about any of these guys. I'm just saying. You have to be a good enough passer to get things done in this league. And if you're not, then sorry. Your rushing ability, your athleticism, your height, your weight, doesn't matter. Does not matter one bit. Let's get out to Larry, who is in National Harbor. Larry, what's going on? What's up, man? How you doing? Doing great, man. I just want to say I'm I'm nauseated hearing about the arguing back and forth, back and forth. Whoever it is we take at number two is going to logically help our football team, and every fan should be happy about it and get the hell over it. It's just ridiculous. Who cares who we get? Like I, It's just annoying to hear, I want this, I want this, I don't want this, I don't want this. Every time I turn the radio on, I turn it off real fast. Because that's all it's been lately. I'm not kidding you. Like, I can't even listen to the Grant and Danny show. It's, I can't. And Linnell, Linnell's even worse. With his Twitter handle and the same thing over and over again, it's, I can't. Well, and here's for not giving so, your Twitter handle out. So here's the thing, Larry. I, I don't have an issue with people talking about their preferences at the quarterback position because we're all going to have guys that we want. Like I said, if I were to rank mine, Caleb Williams, number one, Drake May, number two, Jaden Daniels, number three. But I don't have an issue with drafting any of them. And that's where I think it gets exhausting as a fan base because I just I just see what's going to happen. You know, we're going to be here in May. We're going to be discussing who they took at quarterback at number two. We're going to be discussing it on the radio. And inevitably, we're going to get loads of phone calls that say, see, they screwed up when they drafted Drake May. See, they screwed up when they drafted Jaden Daniels. And I just don't want that. You're 100% right that it's going to be an upgrade whoever they draft. And so you should be fine with that. I don't get why there has to be animosity if they don't draft your guy. Yeah, it would be fun to have someone that plays quarterback well, no matter who it is. I don't think they could be purple with yellow polka dots on their face. I don't care. 
It's yeah. Just play the game well and help the commanders be better. That's all I want. Appreciate it, Larry. What I want the most is who Adam Peters wants the most. There you go. I like that approach. Larry, appreciate the phone call. Yeah, again, I don't have an issue if you choose which quarterback you want. No problem. I think, and I'll continue saying this until the draft, uh, unless something crazy happens, I don't think it's going to, but all the film is done, all that's like all the stuff that's going to happen with the combine, frankly, doesn't matter to me. It matters more for the other positions and the quarterback position in my my thought process, like what they do at their pro day. Oh, Drake may missed a throw. Oh, well, okay. I can go back and watch a game where he made the same throw. Like I'm not worried about all that stuff. It's not going to change my opinion all that much. I think that any one of these top three quarterbacks, and maybe if you want to throw others in there, feel free. But for me, the top three quarterbacks, I think any one of them can turn into a franchise guy. So if you want someone that you're going to be nitpicking, you want someone that you're going to be looking very closely at. It's not any of the three quarterbacks. It's Cliff Kingsbury. It's Brian Johnson. It's Tavita Pritchard. It's Anthony Lynn. It's the entire offensive coaching staff. That's who I'm watching. Because if you don't put him in a good spot, then that's on the coaching staff. Think back to last year. We all looked at Sam Howell. How many times did we look at Eric Bieniemy before? I don't know that we did enough. Because how many times did Sam Howell go out there and throw the ball 50 times? As a second-year quarterback, first-year starting, he was not put in a position to succeed. So I'm not going to be looking at Jaden Daniels and Drake May and Caleb Williams, whoever gets drafted here. I'm not going to be just Hawkeye on only them. Because I think any one of these guys has the talent. It's all in there. It's about finding a way to get it to show out on game day. And that's on Cliff Kingsbury. So that's the guy I'm going to have my closest eye on. How he's developing these quarterbacks. How he's working through. How he's building this offense to help them take that next step. You look at Adam Peters, too. How does he put the quarterback in a position to succeed? How does he improve the offensive line? How does he make sure he's got a tight end to throw the ball to? How does he make sure that they've got a running game that they can depend on? That's who I'm looking at. Yeah, I'm going to watch the quarterback position. Yeah, we're going to break down every throw in the preseason. Yeah, we're going to talk about it at training camp. Yeah, during the regular season, we're going to break down every single throw, every single rep. We're going to break all this stuff down, and that's fine. And that's what we do. So we're paid to do here. But it's on the coaching staff and it's on the front office to make sure that this guy is put in the position to succeed because I think any one of these guys can be the guy. So why should I sit here right now if I believe that and say Jaden Daniels is so bad I would not draft him and get frustrated by the thought process that they could draft him? Why would I call in to the radio Drake May, I am done as a fan? What? I think any one of these guys can be successful. And I just think it would be really foolish as a fan base if we sit here in the middle of May or June or even into the season and we're just constantly going, see, told you idiots they shouldn't have drafted that guy. Don't be that fan base. Come on. Get behind the guy that draft, whoever it is. You can have your preference till then. Fine, whatever. You can even like the guy wherever he goes. I don't really care. But get behind the guy, whoever it is, and trust Adam Peters. I think Larry nailed it there. I like whoever Adam Peters likes. <laughs> Maybe that's just the approach we got to take from here on out. I want to take a break from this topic, though. As we close out, I want to hit on what else they should look for in the draft. If we get time, I do want to hit just briefly on the NFLPA poll about the facilities. We'll talk about those things next here on The Fan.
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. over time on the fan about 25 more minutes then we'll turn it over to CBS Sports Radio and Bart Winkler so I want to talk about some picks other than number two we spent plenty of time breaking down the number two overall pick what do you want to see them do outside of the second overall pick 800-636-1067 MGM National Harbor listener lines are open so just taking a look at the other draft picks that they're going to have so Obviously, number two overall. And they're going to have picks number 36, which is their own second-round pick. Pick number 40, which is the Montez Sweat trade. Pick number 67, their own third-round pick. Pick number 101, they got that from Chase Young. 103 in the fourth round, a fifth-rounder, so on and so forth. What do you want to see them do outside of, we're assuming, quarterback in the first round? So looking ahead, 36 and 40 to me, got to be somewhere in the trenches. Got to be somewhere in the trenches. And I know a lot of people are going to look at free agency, $85 million. The big thing with free agency is that's not always the time to spend on the premium positions because then you have to overpay just the, the market value and how it works with free agency. You end up having to overpay and a premium position is offensive tackle. So I, I don't know that that's the time to do it. Maybe you get a guard for a bargain or something like that, but I don't want them shopping in the uh, the Andrew Wiley, Nick Gates bin again. I don't want them shopping there. So to me, if you're going to upgrade that offensive line, I think you got to sign at least one guy, whether it's at tackle or guard. It doesn't necessarily have to be the top dude, like a, a Mike Unwayno coming out of New England. doesn't necessarily have to be someone like that but maybe like an Ezra Cleveland or something like that. Signing them as a guard, I think would make some sense. But 36 and 40, I think at 36, you're going to have a real chance at a starting caliber offensive tackle, whether it's uh, a Tyler Guyton, uh, a Jordan Morgan, someone like in that range. I think you could get Guyton's probably gone by then. But someone in that sort of range, I think you can get, and I would like to see them do that. Honestly, and I've said this before, 
if they decided that they wanted to take quarterback at two and spend the next four picks, their two seconds and two thirds on offensive linemen, I would not have an issue with it whatsoever. I would like them to have a basically completely new offensive line next year rebuilt. And I think the best way to do it is through the draft. If you can get some guys, you can definitely get probably quality interior play in that third round and second round. I would like to get a tackle, though, in that second round, if you could, at 36 or 40. And I think they'll have the ability to do so, and I think they can step in. And depending upon what they do with Charles Leno, he can step in and play left tackle, or he can step in and play right tackle right away. But the other thing that I think they need to do, I just don't think it makes sense in free agency to go out and spend you know, $18, 20000000 million on an edge rusher like a Bryce Huff. I like Bryce Huff, and if I were to choose someone that in free agency I would I would sign as an edge rusher, it would be Bryce Huff. But I just don't think it makes much sense to do that when you just traded Montez Sweat for part of the reason not having to pay him. I think you can get a quality guy in that second round. And so to me, 36-40, and 40, offensive tackle, edge rusher, or offensive lineman, edge rusher, I think makes a lot of sense. Because... Maybe you go out and sign a guy like a Dorrance Armstrong or someone that's in that you know B or C tier of defensive linemen that's coming out and free agents. I think that would make some sense to have on one side, and you want to have a guy that's you know developing on the other side, a guy that you can turn into you know your stud pass rusher on the other side. Because to me, I don't need to spend lots of money on the edge rushers and free agency. Because, one, I'm not competing for a Super Bowl next year. So if I were to go spend $18 million on Bryce Huff, maybe you front load the contract and he can still be good for you in two or three years. I don't know. I'd rather get a edge rusher that I can develop into something that down the road turns into that stud. But I think that if you can get a guy like that, that you can develop, say like, a, I don't know, Chop Robinson's probably gone after his 40 times today was really fast. But if you could get someone really good in that range, in that 36 to 40 range, and you can put them on the opposite side of a Dorrance Armstrong, and you've still got Deron Payne and Jonathan Allen up the middle, I think it makes it much easier for those guys to develop and take that next step and get better because they're not going to have all the focus on them. You know, Usually you get a draft pick like that, that kind of high, first couple rounds, a lot of hype. Maybe he's going to draw some extra attention. Not going to be the case when you've got John Allen and Deron Payne in the middle. Those guys are still going to draw all the eyes. And I would keep John Allen, personally. I know some people have talked about moving on from him in the offseason just because of the fact that they're not going to compete next season for a Super Bowl or probably not even a division title or anything like that. I just think that you keep that guy around as a leader. I think that he's a solid football player that can help the guys develop on the defensive side of the ball. So I would keep him, personally. But that's kind of the route I would go. I think that you got to go offensive tackle or offensive line in general in the second round. Then I'm probably going edge rusher in the second round as well. And then in that third round, it's where it gets interesting. I might go right back to the well in the offensive line. I think that they should try to add another receiver, whether it's a Brendan Rice or something like that. You need another receiver because Curtis Samuel is going to be gone. I don't think they're going to re-sign him. So you're going to need another receiver to work in Cliff Kingsbury's offense. I wouldn't mind them maybe trying to find a tight end to work because I've talked about Dalton Schultz being signed in free agency. If they don't, you're going to need a tight end that's more dependable. It would be nice to have one in the draft for cheap. 
But I think you've got to find some guys like that, maybe bring in a linebacker as well. But I think there's a lot of options for this team. And that's why I just don't think that there's any need to trade out of that second pick. I just don't think that you're going to have to trade that second pick for the haul of picks that you could get to rebuild the team. I think that's what those two seconds are for, those two thirds, those other picks. You're not going to hit on all of them if you're Adam Peters, but you also don't have to finish the rebuild in one year. Next year's team doesn't have to be flawless. There's going to be flaws in the team because there are plenty of holes that need to be filled, but it doesn't need to be. It doesn't need to be flawless next year because you're not trying to win the Super Bowl next year. It's not going to be the case. You're going to have a rookie quarterback, a guy that you need to put in a good spot, so make sure that you build up the offensive line. So if that means spending most of your resources on that, fine. If that means spending most of your resources on the offensive side of the ball to make sure that he's ready to go, then fine. And then maybe next year's the year that you go all out and get some guys you know, in free agency for defense and stuff because that's the nice part, too. You can learn what these timelines are. If you're the Texans and you just saw what happened last year with C.J. Stroud, you know your timeline is the next four years because you have C.J. Stroud on that rookie contract for the next four years, assuming you pick up the fifth-year option. So you've got four years of that. If you're Bryce Young and you're the Panthers, well, we'll see. Right, you got another year to kind of evaluate, see if you can make some improvements, but you got to make sure that you insulate the quarterback as well. But if you get a guy and he turns out to be a dude right away, then you've got an immediate timeline that you can check out. So that's what I'd be doing if I'm the commanders. I'm worrying about how can I make life easy for the quarterback, but I'm not trading that pick. But I think outside of number two, I think it's got to be largely offensive line, and I think they've got to get at least an edge rusher somewhere in that first four rounds that they can depend on, that they can develop to be that next guy that fills in for the the young and sweat that were traded. Let's take a break. When we come back, I want to wrap things up talking about the commanders. The NFLPA put out a survey talking about the facilities of the teams around the NFL. Eh, we know where the commanders ranked. What do we make of it? We'll talk about it next as we wrap up overtime here on The Fan. Final couple minutes here, 106.7 The Fan, before we turn it over to my guy, Bart Winkler, and CBS Sports Radio. Toby Altizer with you. So the NFLPA has been doing this poll the last two years where they send out a poll to all the players and it's got various aspects on it. But you can kind of vote on what you think of the facilities and, you know, just all the various things that you have to deal with in your workplace environment, right? For the for the commanders, no shock, finished dead last. <laughs> it's, it's, it's sad, but at the same point, not all that surprising. So just going through the grades real quick, Washington commanders, treatment of families, F minus. Don't even know how that's possible, but they somehow got an F minus. Food slash cafeteria, D plus. Nutritionist slash dietitian, B minus. Locker room, F minus. Training room, F minus. Training staff, F. Weight room, C. Strength coaches, A. Team travel, F. Head coach, C. Owner, B. So I know a lot of people are going to make stuff out of this. Last year, it was a bigger story than this year, I feel like. Last year, it was the first time they did it, and we spent plenty of time talking about it. All the shows were talking about it. All the shows were breaking it down and various things. And 
you know, knocking on the commander's facility and all that stuff. Fine, whatever. I, I understand all that stuff. But, Donald, I don't know if you know this. Washington was 32nd out of 32. Do you have any idea who was 31st? I do not, actually. Take a wild guess. Any guess. Any team. I'm just trying to think who who would be... Matter of fact, I think their owner got the lowest marks in the entire... Yeah, lowest marks. He got an F-, minus. their owner. I don't know. I'm stumped on this one. The back-to-back Super Bowl champion, Kansas City Chiefs. You know, that was on my mind, but I didn't know if they would be that low. So, wow, they're 31st. So, just going through their grades, D-plus for treatment of families, food and cafeteria, C-minus, nutrition and dietitian, F, locker room, F, training room, D, training staff, F, weight room, C-plus, strength coaches, C-plus, team travel, D, head coach was an A-plus, which helped them out, but owner, F-minus. So what's the point? Well, you can get it done even if your facilities suck. (laughs) So there's no excuse for them not to still create a good football team. Now, here's where I think it's interesting because obviously the facilities have not been good. They're ranked dead last once again. Kansas City Chiefs are still able to draw people there. You know, they want to play with Patrick Mahomes. They can bring guys in. They can still make it work because they're winning football games. But if you're Josh Harris and you're looking at this survey and you're looking at being dead last and they're they're putting some work in, like that, credit to them, I, there's a reason why the owner is listed as a B there and not an F because Josh Harris has shown willingness to improve some things and they've already done some of that stuff. And, you know, they're putting $75 million into the stadium this year and it's also going some into the, the practice facility. Matter of fact, if you read one of the quotes from this report from the Washington Commanders, Trying to see where it is. It's when asked what the number one issue respondents want to prioritize for fixing, most players couldn't come up with just one. Instead, the common answer was the entire facility. (laughs) It doesn't speak well for your organization when that's the answer. Yeah. So what do you want fixed most? What what do you think they need to prioritize? Um, um, can't really think of anything. Maybe just the whole facility. It doesn't speak great for your organization. But I wonder then, does that maybe pop higher onto the priority list for Josh Harris? Because we spent plenty of time talking about a new stadium, you know, and we we learned yesterday that a bill gets through the house and all that stuff with RFK, and we've got to figure out where the new stadium's going to go. All that stuff is awesome. But I think on top of that, they got to figure out this practice facility thing, and it can be fixed sooner than the stadium. Like, the stadium might take a couple years the facility is going to be a shorter timeline than that. But I think that's got to be a real priority for Josh Harris to fix the facility because ranking dead last on these things just isn't great. And it's something that he's going to take have to take time to do because really they just don't have the capability to create a world-class facility with what they've been given, right? So this is something that's going to continue to go on until they get the stadium figured out, until they decide, all right, this is what we're going to do with our facility in Ashburn, whether it's going to be building, you know, additions onto it to fix it, or they're going to move entirely, whatever the case is, they've got to fix this practice facility because I think it's a real downer. I I think it is. Now, you know, I think they're doing a good job with some other things. You know, they they say travels, uh, I think, an F there, but then... The team doesn't make them have roommates, which I think is a good thing. Maybe they don't have the most room on a plane. But, again, some of these things, people are complaining. You know, it is what it is. 
But I just think that they might have to start prioritizing a new facility more than what people are talking about. Just real quick, one other grade on here that was very alarming to me is F- minus for treatment of families. That definitely has to be on Josh Harris's radar as well. Yeah, so on that, they're one of 12 teams that don't provide a family room during games. They are one of seven teams that provide no daycare support for a player's children on game days. They're one of four teams that don't offer a family room or a daycare. Some returning players report some improvements compared to last year, including a new family events and different things. Many players want the team to offer daycare and a family room like most teams in the NFL. So, yeah, I mean, I think those things are important because, you know, if you're a free agent, we talk about having $85 million to spend in cap space. If you're a free agent, you know, maybe you have options. Do you always want to have to throw three and four and five million dollars extra at guys to get them to come here because they see this and say, well, treatment of families isn't great. There's no family room. They don't necessarily love the facilities. Maybe there's not enough hot tub space or cold tub space or enough trainers. Like that stuff can make a difference. And I don't know that it's huge right now because they're not in the championship window. But if it's a difference between being able to get a guy and not get a guy during a championship window, I think that's a huge problem. And so I think it's something that they're going to have to fix. Now, Josh Harris knows this. I just think it's something that, you know, when they figure out what they're doing with the stadium, which is what kind of all this hinges off of, when they figure out what they're doing with the stadium, I think they immediately need to get this training training area figured out. Get their Get your facility figured out and get that thing built and fixed and hopefully get much higher marks because – Miami and Minnesota, newer facilities, top two ranked. Appreciate you guys listening in. Appreciate my guy Donald behind the scenes doing all the hard work. For him, I'm Toby Altizer. Keep it tuned right here to the fan, CBS Sports Radio. My guy Bart Winkler comes up next. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 